Thank you for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted, where you will hear biblical truths that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and let Christ take center stage of your life. This episode is another short devotional to help you get your day started. So please pause for a moment, take a deep breath, and be blessed. Today's episode is part one of a six-part series that I will be doing on me and my dyslexia. I want to start off by saying, I am a person, unique and separate, yet through hidden links and not so hidden links, I am connected to the human race. And I just happen to have dyslexia. I'm not like anyone else. How I live and respond to dyslexia is how I live and respond to dyslexia. Because I am unique, there is only one me. I will be sharing with you for the next few weeks what it is like for me to have dyslexia. I can't speak for anyone else. I can only report what they say. Their experience is not mine. Yet, we most definitely can do and learn from each other. Where will I be without my dyslexic community? I've decided to start my dyslexic journey over again. As I've shared with you before, I was diagnosed as an adult, and it was a pretty rough start for me. I walked away from that experience, or should I say, I walked away from learning that I was dyslexic as an adult, very angry for a long time. And I tried to even hide my anger, even for myself. But as time went on, and the Lord worked with me, I could admit that I had been angry. And what I'm finding out now many years later, that I'm not angry anymore, but I have been somewhat detached from the experience. You know, I've gained a lot of information about dyslexia, especially the social and emotional piece of it. I have learned through my relationship with Christ that there is absolutely nothing I can accomplish through Him. However, only recently I discovered that I had not truly taken the time to just sit back and ask myself the question, what dyslexia has been really like for me? To answer that question, I thought I would start with how this all started (laughs) recently for me. I was working on a podcast and I was, I had written out the script actually, and I was doing some reading and I had to redo that taping of the podcast. I know four or five times and I started getting really, really upset and it occurred to me why I was having to redo it over and over again. I hate reading scripts. I would rather just speak from my heart, but the scripts keeps me focused (laughs) because I will be all over the place. Even now I'm not reading from a script. I do have some notes, but what I was so upset about and what I came to learn is the words were moving around on the page. It was almost as if the words were swapping places, and that's why I kept getting confused when I was reading. And the crazy thing about it, I couldn't understand why. (laughs) It occurred to me, I hope you have dyslexia. When I figured that out, I had to stop, and I had to get up and just take a break because I had gotten so upset and frustrated 
till I was at the point where I'm not going to do another podcast. I'm quitting this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so after I went to the Lord and we talked about, he calmed me down and said, hope you have dyslexia. That's why the words are moving around on the page. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I was just so upset. However, that got me started in in my conversation with the Lord. He shared with me really how far I have come. And I truly believe there is absolutely nothing we can't do without him. I'm not confused about that. But because I have been giving him permission to get underneath any and everything that's going on with me, what he showed me was that, yes, you have accepted that you have dyslexia, but there's still some parts of you that is still detached from it. As an example, when I first found out that I had dyslexia, I did a lot of reading on it. But I came to the conclusion that if I was just to summarize it, I can't read, I can't write, I can't spell worth anything. So why do I need to know all the ins and outs about dyslexia? And I shifted that to the side and just started focusing on how I was responding to it, my emotional and my social reaction to dyslexia. And even in that, I started thinking about how it was affecting other people so much more than me. I once again felt I had been dealing with it, and in some ways I had. But when the Lord allowed me to watch myself almost fall apart because words are jumping around on the page and I'm really having a hard time reading a script that I had written out, that I had to just stop and say, Lord, there's still some more work in me that you want to do and need to do where dyslexia is concerned. And I'm giving you permission to do it. And that's when the question came to me, what does dyslexia mean to me? And how can I embrace it even more closely than I have before? I firmly believe that I am a human being, as I said earlier, that just happens to have dyslexia. That dyslexia doesn't define me, but it does explain me. And so because of that, the first question I'm asking myself is how to cope with the expectations of others as I explore how dyslexia has affected my life. But this is what I've learned. We are performance driven and society has taught us to do that. And dyslexia disrupts that because our performance in our mind is the problem. We don't perform because so much is attached to reading. And so we always feel that we are failing. The other thing is how we value ourselves. And this is what society has taught us. is dependent on how others value us. We have also learned from society is our self-worth is developed through the positive responses we get from other people. And lastly, a positive self-regard is developed when we believe that we have certain capabilities that's significant to other people. I kept wondering why was I so hard on myself? Why did I need in some respect to distance myself from dyslexia? Why was I ashamed to tell certain people I had dyslexia? And then there were other people I didn't care if they knew or not. I was very open and free with it. But as I continued to explore this with the Lord, this is when he told me there is still some more work to do. And when he told me that, I gave this 
deep sigh of relief. As an example, I walk every morning, and this is my time with the Lord. And when I talk to him, all doors are open, all the windows are open in my mind. We talk about any and everything. Well, this morning we talked about dyslexia. And one of the things that came up in our conversation was my fear of not remembering things, such as, I really want to know how the brain reads. More particularly, I want to know how my brain reads. But I had concluded because I see myself as not having a good memory. And I know that's one of the characteristics of having dyslexia is you don't have a good memory. There's certain things that I know I have to do to push it into the long-term memory. And sometimes that's just a lot of work and I get a little overwhelmed by that. So I decide, well, that's maybe something I shouldn't or couldn't do. Well, as we was talking this morning, Lord and I, he reminded me of something that was just so profound for me. He says, Hope, let me be your memory. You do the studying, the research, whatever you want to learn. Trust me to bring it back when it is needed. Let me tell you, when he said that to me, all the weight, all of the fears, all of the anxieties and the frustration just dropped off of me. I no longer had to carry that. I was no longer responsible to make it work because what the Lord was telling me, he said, hope, trust me, bring me into the equation. I will be your long-term memory. I will make sure that what you have studied, what you have committed to me, when you need it, it will be there. You will be able to speak about it with confidence and authority because I will give it to you. That so changed my view. It took all my fears away. It took all of my anxieties away, simply because I chose to take it to him and talk to him about it. So when I look at this whole thing about performance, I'm not performing anymore. I made a decision today. I'm not performing anymore. I'm going to be me. I'm taking back my self-worth. I'm taking back my self-regard. I'm taking back the power I have given other people to define me. I'm no longer going to be shaped and molded by society and what other people think about dyslexia. I'm defining dyslexia for me. And this is my journey. As I said before, I can talk about your journey if you share it with me. I think it's a powerful journey. I think you need to tell your story, but it is your story. It is not mine. And I have dyslexia, you have dyslexia, and we're still not alike. Yes, we have some common traits and we may experience some things that are similar, but I'm still uniquely me and you are still uniquely you. And that is just so profound to me. It's like, where have I been? I guess lost in space. <laughs> Answering the question how to cope with other people's expectations are to be me. And that's the beauty and the freedom in having dyslexia. I would like to leave you with a devotional thought that I wrote several months ago, maybe even a year ago. And this is what I wrote. God knows our need of him. Sometimes we get very busy living life and forget that he is kind, compassionate, and our friend. I don't know how God speaks to you, but for me, he often reminds me of a song I haven't listened to in years. And I want to just interject right there. I've been listening to this song, and it's called The Majesty of His Name. 
The song is built around a text of scripture where it says, who am I that he is mindful of me? And I've been thinking a lot about that. Who am I that Christ is mindful of me? And that song just plays over and over my mind. Going back to the devotional thought, or I might be looking at something on YouTube and I come across a song. I listen to it and I know that the Lord has ministered in the deep part of me. And the lyrics say what my heart has no words to express. Then and right then, I am reminded how tuned God is into me. He always knows exactly what I need. Or he may remind me of something in his word, such as a promise to claim. And right then and there, I claim that promise because he reads my heart and he knows what I need. So my prayer for you today is that you allow yourself to need God and to be ministered to by God by granting him access to the secret places only he knows about and only he can reach. With that in mind, I will close. And although I'm going to be speaking to you about my dyslexia, I'm encouraging you to rethink and maybe reevaluate your dyslexia and what it means to you and how the Lord is even now digging deeper and reshaping even our own opinion of ourselves. And when we think about his thoughts towards us and we choose not to see that through the lens of dyslexia, although he has allowed us to have dyslexia, I see it now as a gift that he has given me because I definitely wouldn't be who I am today without it. But yet it doesn't define me. It just explains me. (laughs) I know that may not make any sense, but I am truly learning to embrace it. And I think the Lord is just going to take it to a deeper level where he can even use more of it for his glory. And that means more to me than anything. Thank you for listening to another episode from Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted. If you know an adult with dyslexia, please share these short devotionals with them. For more devotionals, please visit my website at www.wrpublication.com where you can read or listen to archive shows. Thank you again for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted and be blessed.